Running a small business is no easy task. It's messy and thrilling and terrifying all at the same time. But no matter what, it's definitely a journey worth taking. As a mom of two littles, I know the daily struggles, and I'm here to walk this journey with you. If you're ready to feel empowered, encouraged, and on fire for the things you truly love, then you're in the right place. I'm Rebecca Rice, a pizza-loving, hot chocolate-drinking family photographer and educator, and this is the Business Journey Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Rice, and I teach family photographers how to gain a life of financial freedom through a thriving photography business. Today, we are talking all about pricing again. We did a pricing episode um, last month, and today we're doing a pricing Q&A because I got several questions about pricing, and I want to be able to like really dive in and address those and help y'all as we like start heading into our fall season and you're probably, you know, working on your pricing structure and stuff leading into the fall. So this episode is for you. Now, before we get too far, I did want to let you know about a free guide that I have available just for you guys. And this guide is the 3K mini sessions blueprint. And basically it is a step-by-step guide to walk you through what you need to do to make your first $3,000 on a single set of mini sessions. When I say a single like date of minis, I'm not talking about shooting minis all day for eight hours. I'm talking like a two to three hour time block to make $3,000 or more. Maybe you have never run mini sessions before and you're really wanting to, or you have run minis, but you've never made more than $3,000 on a single date of minis, then this guide is for you. So you can grab that. We have it linked for you, but I'll give the URL just in case you want to type it in. It's RebeccaRicePhoto.com slash 3K dash minis. That's the number three, the letter K dash minis. Um, and you can download it today completely for free and use that as we head into the fall for your mini sessions. Let's go ahead and get into your pricing questions. This episode is going to be probably short and sweet. I say that now. <laughs> I may be taking that back later. We'll see. But I assume it's going to be short and sweet just as we go through. Um, let's see how many questions. One, two, three, four, five. I have five questions that I really want to touch on today about pricing and just really help serve you however I can leading into, you know, this next season that we have. Being the summer, it's usually an off season for family photographers. So this is a great time to evaluate your pricing. And we did a really great episode a few weeks back on how do you know if you should raise your prices? And um, it was just a great conversation on pricing. And so I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't already. But I want to get into some of the questions that I was receiving here so that we can answer those for you. So the first question that I get all the time when it comes to pricing for full sessions, for mini sessions, people always ask, do you charge the full amount up front or just a deposit? For me personally, I do a 50% retainer due at the time of booking and then the rest is due before our session. For one, I call it a retainer, not a deposit because deposits, even if you say non-refundable, technically they're refundable. So the language in my contract I use is a 50% non-refundable retainer. That way it truly is non-refundable. I choose to do a 50% 
uh, retainer and then the rest due before the session and split it up like that because I don't want the price to be like a barrier of entry for people. And so if somebody's looking to book a full session or a mini session with me and that price is like a sticker shock and it's just a little out of their budget or whatever, and it helps to have it split into two payments, most of the time people will book it even if it's slightly out of their price range because they're able to make it in two separate payments. Um, now I know some people that do, they charge the full amount up front for mini sessions. For me, I just choose not to. I keep it still doing the 50% retainer because I don't want the you know price to be a barrier of entry for people. So you can choose to do what you will. I highly, highly suggest taking a retainer. Don't just you know have the full amount due at the time of session because people cancel (laughs) and plans change and stuff. And so take the retainer to hold their spot and stick with it there. Another question I get a lot still on this like topic of retainers is what happens if somebody gets sick or needs to move the session for any reason? Like what do you do with like the second half or even the retainer? For me, if I have a client that is sick or like something urgent comes up and they have to move their session, I will allow them to move their retainer one time to another date. Now, I know some people that are like very like strict about it and they make them put down a new retainer. For me, I try to like put myself in my client's shoes of like if it were me and my kid got sick or like something happened that was out of my control, how would I want to be treated? And so I allow them to move their session one time without having to pay an another retainer. Now that helps avoid them, you know, moving it a million times. I tell them, Hey, for this time, I will allow you um, to keep that retainer and move it towards the next session. If we have to move it again, you're going to have to pay a new retainer. Um, and clients are really understanding of that. And they're really thankful that I allow them to move it once. Now, if somebody is just a no show, they don't communicate with me. They don't show up. They just forgot about the session, which I have had this happen. I've had clients like straight up, forget about the session. They had no good reason or anything like that. I do not refund that retainer. I refund the second half or we like apply it to a different session, but they do need to pay a new retainer. So I think it's just like on a like situation by situation basis to see like what you think feels right for how to handle a retainer. But um, a good rule of thumb is like, how would you want to be treated as the client if there's something outside of their control? Now, if it's in their control, (laughs) then stick with your contract. They do not need to be refunded that retainer. Another question that I get a lot is what do you charge for headshots, especially multiple like corporate groups? Great question. So usually I don't get a lot of headshot inquiries because, you know, I shoot families, but I do get the occasional. When it comes to headshots, I choose to charge by the person instead of by time because especially with like a corporation people are using their headshot to advertise their business it's it's almost like it's kind of like branding photos it's it's a um, like licensing agreement kind of and so you want to charge in a way that reflects that and so I typically charge like 150 to 200 dollars per person and every person gets two images and you may be like two images for 200 dollars that's a lot well here's the deal if they are 
are a corporation, like a large corporation, they can afford it 100%. So I have been like shocked with the amount of money that corporations will pay for corporate headshots. I've done headshots for like a a med spa and they happily paid $200 a person for their whole staff to get headshots. Um, So most people do, most like larger companies do have it in the budget. And even for, I've done small businesses and I charge the same $200 per person. They got two images and they happily paid it as well because headshots just are not cheap and that's like industry standard. So I would keep that in mind when you're quoting headshots. Now, if it's like they have a hundred employees or a thousand employees or however many, you can think about doing like bulk pricing, but I wouldn't do hourly. I would do by the person. Oh, I get this question a lot is people say, what price would you charge for a mini session if all images are included instead of upselling. Because if you know how I structure my minis and how I teach students to structure minis, we do a 15-minute mini session with five images included. And we upsell the rest. So like we'll deliver a gallery of 20 images and we'll charge more after the fact for those images. The way that I teach is $65 an image, sets of three for $90, or the full gallery for $200. And that's on top of the mini session fee that you they already paid. People ask, well, what if I don't want to upsell and I just want to include all the images? How should I price my mini sessions? You may not like this answer, <laughs> but I would just say don't do that because at that point, it's not a mini session. It's a small full session because they're getting a full gallery. If you're going to do it, then price it at like $450 or $500 because that's what you would get from upselling. But if you're not comfortable with a mini session, then I suggest don't include all your images um, because you're leaving a lot of revenue, a lot of money on the table by not upselling your images. And so Upselling can be done automated through emails. It does not have to be in-person sales. In fact, the way I teach is through automated emails. I actually have an upselling mini course in my shop and we'll link it here for you guys if you want to check it out. It's for shoot proof. It's a shoot proof upselling mini course, but it does translate into other gallery delivery systems too. I just use shoot proof. So that's what I show it on. Um, So if you want to check out that mini course to teach you how to set up the automations for upselling so that you don't have to do it in person. You don't have to be the the one sending the emails that it all happens automatically. Um, It can be done, but I do not suggest doing a mini session with all the images included. Another question that I get a lot is if the venue charges a fee, should I include it in my pricing? So we're going to talk about mini sessions and for full sessions. Um, Across the board, yes, definitely include the cost of the venue in your pricing. You want to like pass that off to the client because it's a cost of doing business, right? And you want to make sure that you're profitable. So you should include it in your pricing. So for full sessions, let's say there is an indoor venue that you want to use, you know, for us, my associate team shoots in um, in the Dallas area. There's a greenhouse that they like to uh, rent out. So I think it's like $70 an hour or something like that. So if a client wants a session with the greenhouse, we will, for the full session, we will tell them the full session price. And then we will say the greenhouse is an additional $70 if you want to rent it. And we just pass it 
off to the client. They pay us the $70 and then we book the greenhouse. Um, so it's really simple there. Now for mini sessions, I teach my students to include that in the mini sessions price. So let's say you're doing red truck mini sessions at Christmas time. You have a vintage red truck that charges $150 an hour or whatever. So if that's the case, it's $150 an hour and you're doing four minis an hour. That is $37.50 to like divide that out. So I would take whatever your normal mini session price is and add at least $37.50 to cover the cost of the rental because you shouldn't be like eating that out of pocket. That should be something that the clients all like collectively help pay for. And so when I do mini sessions, my, um, you know, indoor studio minis or minis with anything I have to rent, a truck, things like that, those minis are always more expensive because I do include the cost in the mini session. So don't feel bad about doing that. Clients will understand. Okay, and then the last question that I want to touch on is people ask, how do I price my full sessions when I also like I'm shooting mini sessions, um, which is a really good question. Like, so you, you have your mini sessions, you have your full sessions. How do you price them so that they make sense? A good rule of thumb is that your full session should be at least double your mini session price. So if your mini session is $150, your full session should be no less than $300. If your mini session is $250, then I believe your full session should be at least $500 and kind of go from there. Sometimes people try to like make it equivalent of like, okay, so if my full session is an hour and my mini session is 15 minutes, I'll just divide my full session by four and that's my mini sessions price because that way the time is the same. I would not set the price like that. Um, Mini sessions should cost more per hour or more per image than full sessions. So for easy math, let's say your full session is $200. You may say, okay, well, I can do four minis in an hour. And so if my full session is an hour for 200, maybe my mini session should be $50 because that would be 50, 100, 50, 200 dollars in an hour. No, we don't want to do that because that's not profitable. And so you want to make sure that you're pricing in a way that is profitable. So in episode 67, we talked a little bit about cost of doing business and things like that. Um, So you want to keep that in mind um, when you are pricing your mini sessions and your full sessions. But um, a good rule of thumb is that your full session be at least double your mini session price. And if that scares you, then it's probably like time that you raised your prices anyway. Um, which I talk about in that other episode. So go um, give that a listen. So these are just a handful of really common pricing questions that I get. If you had a question that I didn't touch on here that you would love help with or love an answer to, feel free to shoot me a DM at Rebecca Rice Photography on Instagram. And I'd love to chat with you and either help answer your question or point you in the direction of another like podcast episode or YouTube video or something that would help answer that question. So yeah, I hope this episode was helpful for you. Just one of those fun ones answering common questions that I get. Don't forget to grab that free guide that I talked about at the beginning of this episode. If you want the link again, it's rebeccaricephoto.com slash 3k dash minis. That's the 3k mini sessions guide. And yeah, that's all I have for you for today. So hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week and we will see you this time next week. Bye guys. Bye.